make you victorious in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We'll take the word for today. And it, uh, we're taking that word from the same scripture, John chapter 4. And uh, I believe that God himself has a special word for someone. But we'll be reading verses 39 to 42. 39 to 42 for this message. And uh, this message has been titled Lockdown Testimony. Lockdown Testimony. I believe across the globe, in Canada, across the globe, people are experiencing what is known as a lockdown. People have been told to isolate and uh, social distancing and uh, most people are spending a lot of their time in their various homes. Uh, but I believe that even as you are in this lockdown situation, God himself will give you lockdown miracles and lockdown testimonies. Even in your home, God himself will cause your blessings to locate you. Because as God knows where you are, God will cause your blessings to be delivered unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. I know so many as having their testimonies. And by the special grace of God, our first Sunday service in the month of May. And we're looking forward to that. That's next week. Our first Sunday service, we are going to be having as many testimonies comfort because because in this lockdown situation, I know that you have many testimonies. I've heard of many people sharing, and some have called me and shared the testimony. Someone called me and shared the testimony that they are closing, even at a time like this. They have just bought their property, even at a time like this. Someone else has called me, even at a time like this. They have, they have received their promotion even at their offices. Uh, I believe that a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was a party to a, a, virtual, a virtual naming ceremony. Amen? And across the globe, almost about 100 people attended the naming ceremony. So even in the lockdown situation, people are having their testimonies. Yours would not be different in the mighty name of Jesus. I, I believe that, uh, was it two days ago, yesterday, uh, I was uh, on the internet and I uh, saw that some couple had their virtual wedding ceremony. Amen? Uh, it's unbelievable the way things are going. They had their virtual wedding ceremony. We know, please don't assume that one person was on the other side of the globe and another person on the other side, they were together, they were most likely in the presence of God, and uh, they were with the pastor, but other parties were able to join their wedding ceremony across the globe through, the, uh, through having a virtual ceremony. Amen? And uh, I believe that some people will soon be having virtual dinner, and uh, maybe your pizza will get to you virtually. <laughs> Amen, amen. But God himself makes a way where there's no way. And God is making mighty ways. And uh, don't, I want to let you know that you don't have to wait until the COVID-19 comes to an end before you begin to claim your testimonies. You don't have to wait until the, the coronavirus, as it came suddenly, it will be blown away suddenly. You don't have to wait. Begin to receive your blessings. God himself is the ultimate a multitasker. 
God is not only focusing on dealing with coronavirus or the COVID-19 situation. God himself is still dealing with all matters that concern you and I. Amen? And the Bible says in Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Whatever need you have, make a covenant demand and God will provide a covenant supply. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us just bow our heads to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, God, because we know that as we are in your presence, our joy will be full and we will be partakers of pleasures forevermore at your right hand. Thank you, O oh God, for that which you have prepared for us, even at a time like this. We know, O oh God, that you will never, never leave us empty-handed. We pray, O oh God, that the unsaved will be saved. We pray, O oh God, that the captive will be delivered. We pray, O oh God, that the sick will be healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Let's look at the scripture again. John chapter 4 and we're reading from verse 39 to 42. John chapter 4 verses 39 to 42. And this is still emphasizing on what God himself wants to do in the life of myself and yourself and our families. We are going to be having common testimonies. You're going to rejoice with me. My testimonies will be many. And I will rejoice with you. Your testimonies will be many in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's read the scripture together. John chapter 4, reading from verses 39 to 42. And the Bible says in the scripture, it says, And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him. Who is him? He believed in Jesus. Why? Because of the word of the woman who testified. Why? Because of the word of the woman who testified. Many of the Samaritans of that city believed in Jesus because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed with them there two days. Two days. He spent two days with them. And the Bible says, And many more believe because of his word. Amen? Many more believed because of his own word. And listen to what they said. I, I'm just so excited about this particular verse. Uh, it, it's really powerful because uh, these people are saying it is a time for personal revelation. It's not all about corporate. It is a time for me to receive my own personal revelation. And God himself will deliver it to you in Jesus' name. Verse 42 says, And then they said, to the woman. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard him. Who is him? Jesus. And we know that this is indeed the Christ, the savior of the world. We ourselves have had a personal encounter with him. 
We ourselves have been convicted by the Holy Spirit. We ourselves have been touched by, by, by the word of the Lord. Amen. So that's a powerful testimony for you to have even at a time like this. That it is not because of what other people are saying. It is because you have had your own personal encounter. Your own personal revelation. Your own personal divine visitation. The word has gone forth and you have received it personally. It is not a word of persuasion. It is a word of conviction. Now let's look at the scripture. How did these people get to this level? It all started with just one transformed life. And one transformed life transformed the whole of the city. And it can also happen with you. Whatever level you are, God himself wants to take you to the next level. Because the creatures are with the manifestation of the sons of God. God wants you to light the world and sweeten the, earth, uh, uh, sweeten the earth. God wants to use you as a vessel. And you can see how God used this woman. We don't have much time. But how did this occur? Jesus Christ was on his way to Jerusalem. Uh, he left Judea and he was on his way to Galilee again. We'll talk about Galilee once again. We'll have an opportunity because so much happened in Galilee because Galilee is a spiritual location. But the Bible says he needed to go to Samaria. Why? Because there was an appointment that he needed to keep with this woman. And the Bible says when he got to a city of Samaria called Sychar, this woman was there. Uh, uh, the woman came to the well to draw water. And Jesus had a conversation with her. His disciples had gone. And usually when you are able to receive that personal revelation that we're talking about, it is when you have a personal encounter. It is when all the crowd, the multitude have gone, you need to spend time to receive that personal encounter. This is a season of grace. And because it's a season of grace, you do not want to be distracted. The Bible says it was a personal encounter between this woman and Jesus Christ. Let's look at this woman. And that's why I call this, I titled this uh, message, Lockdown Testimony. Because this woman obviously had her life locked down. Things were not working for her. It was not a COVID-19 situation or coronavirus, but her life was locked down because things were not working for her. And if you look at it, the Bible says she came to the world to draw water. In the context of that culture, in the context of this, this time of the, 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 uh, of the Bible, women do not go on their own to the well. A group of them go, and if you look at other instances where the Bible describes women going to the well, they, they, it tells us of a group of women going, but she had not that privilege because her life was locked down. Locked down in a sense that her, uh, her series of marriages were not working. Most likely her family relationships were not okay. Her relationship with friends were not okay. Her relationship with the, uh, with the, with the, with the, with the people that are, are Christians or Jews or Samaritans were not okay. Because her life was completely locked down spiritually, physically and financially. 
Because in the context of the Bible, uh, if she does not have any husband, the likelihood at that cultural environment is that she did not have additional resources. And the Bible does not talk about children. So it means that she does not have people that would help her. So she must have been locked down financially. And because of the circumstances of her marriage, she had gone into the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one. And the Bible does not tell us the reason why the marriages don't work. But obviously, if she has gone through several marriages, most likely she's already having challenges with all her other relationships. Obviously, she, it looks as if she must have been isolated. She decided to go to the well. Either she had nobody to go with her or she decided to go to the well when every other person has departed so that she would not be embarrassed. She would not be uh, ostracized. She would not be, nasty things would not be said about her. And she had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it's not other people that matter. No matter your background, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, God himself wants to reach out to you. And that is what happened. Jesus Christ had to, he was going to Galilee, but because he had a divine appointment with this woman, he had to head to the city called Sychar in Samaria to be able to encounter this woman. And they had a conversation and when they are having the conversation, it tells me in this conversation that this woman was desirous of something. She came for water, and by the time Jesus Christ began to speak about living water, she began to hunger and thirst for it. It's like she forgot about the water that she wanted, but she wanted the living water. But she kept on probing how can this be? How is this possible? Because she was yearning and she was asking a lot of questions. Because she wanted a living water that would cause her to cease being embarrassed. Her life was, being, uh, was full of embarrassment, distress, defeat, uh, disappointment, discouragement. She needed something that would bring life into her. Because her life was all about this dying and that dying and this not working out and that not working out. So she wanted a change. She wanted a change. And I believe that in your lockdown situation, you are also desiring a change. And God himself will send, 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 send will, will, will come over into your home on a divine visitation to bring about the change. Jesus Christ asked her, okay, if you want the water, come, go and call your husband. And the woman was transparent. She could have begun to deny. She could have begun to lie. She could have begun to pretend. She was open. And that's why it is important for you to be open. For you to receive your lockdown testimony. You need to be open with the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to let your need, your situation, your circumstances be known. Don't hide it. I know that it is well. But when you go before the Lord, you cannot just say it is well. You need to cry out unto the Lord. You can tell people it is well when it is not well. But when you get to the presence of the Lord, you need to cry out. You are not going to tell Jesus that all is okay because you do have a need. And the lady said, I have no husband. It was not a thing of embarrassment. She had to be open. 
Because she needed the living water. And Jesus Christ said, yes, you are open. You are transparent. You are forthright. Yes, you have had five husbands. And the one that you are living with now is not even a real marriage. It seems that you are in a common law situation. Or you have decided to have someone living in the same house. Or you are living in the house with that person. You are trying to do what you think would be safer for you. But you have continuously gone down the hill. And the conversation went on to... Uh, she, she, she obviously did not want to dwell too much in the personal, so she now decided to go into, as many of us want to, we try to get Christianese or spiritual when their personal needs to be attended to. When you get into the presence of the Lord, it is just to open yourself so you cannot be too righteous, you cannot be, you cannot be too knowing or adequate in the presence of the Lord because God knows your weakness. And in your weakness, it makes his strength manifest. But one of the things I want you to bring to your attention is verse 19. Tells me, the woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. That tells me that this woman had in her thirst, in her hunger, had begun to seek the word of God. In her lockdown situation, she had begun to seek the word of God. She had begun to search. She said, I perceive that you are a prophet. You, 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 you sound familiar. You sound familiar with what I've been reading, what I've been searching. You seem to be speaking like a prophet. I can discern something about you. You are not just like the other men that have known our men. Then she began to talk about worship. That tells me that she had been searching for something that had a meaning. Even in a lockdown situation. Because she also wanted a testimony. She began to talk about worship. But from this scripture, it is obvious that worship is not locational. Worship is not a locational thing. It is relational. Worship is a spiritual thing. It's not a physical thing. It's not a locational thing. It's a relational thing. And Jesus Christ had to correct her that yes, what you, your father say and what the Jews say is wrong. It says, neither will you worship on this mountain or in Jerusalem. But you are going to worship the father in spirit and in truth. And God, Jesus Christ continued to expound to her, to open because she was yearning. She was seeking a change. She was not waiting. She knew that her hour had come. Her time had come. And she began to draw more and more and more from the word of the living word of God himself. And as he released the word, because the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. As he drew from Jesus Christ in this conversation, it was obviously this woman was meditating in the word of God. She was drawing life from the word of God. She was drawing light from the word of God. She was drawing restoration from the word of God. And verse 25 tells us that this woman obviously had been searching. She had been searching the word. And now she was in the presence of the resurrection and the life. The way, the truth and the life. 
She was in the presence of the living word. She was in the presence of Jesus Christ. Why do I emphasize that she was searching? You can hear from her conversation that she was not just ignorant. She had already been doing some preparation. She had been doing some research. She had been digging deep. She had been looking for something that had meaning that would transform her lockdown situation into testimonies. Verse 25 of John chapter 1 says, The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. That's not an ignorant person. She knows that the Messiah, because even in a situation and a circumstances, she had been seeking Jesus. She says, I know the Messiah is coming. Verse 25, who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us, all things. Amen. So this was a woman in a very bad situation, but she did not, she was not at ease at Zion. She was not depending on her own ability. She was seeking the word of God. She was seeking and she was having a, a conversation with the word himself. She was meditating upon the word that she had received. And she said, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Amen. As this woman was seeking, listen, as you seek, you would find. As you ask, you will receive. As you knock, it will be open. As this woman was asking and finding and seeking and, uh, and uh, asking and receiving and seeking and finding and knocking and opening, the Bible says in verse 26 that Jesus Christ revealed himself. Amen. When Jesus Christ reveals himself in a glorious way, you have you that is your born again experience. That is your new birth experience. See what Jesus Christ said to this woman. And I believe that he will reveal himself unto you. The Bible says Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, I am he. I am the I am that I am. I am he. Yes, you have been seeking me. Now you have found me. You have received the revelation of his glory. You have received the revelation of his person. You have received the revelation of that encounter. Jesus said, I who speak to you, I am he. You cannot make a mistake because now it is a matter of I'm revealing myself unto you because now you have searched and searched and the word of God says they that search for the Lord, they that seek him early will find him. And that transformed our life completely. And I pray that even in this lockdown situation, for you to receive your testimony, you need to prepare yourself. For you to prepare yourself, you need to seek the face of the Lord. Your worship level needs to go to the next level. Your praise level needs to go to the next level. Your prayer level needs to go to the le next level. Your word level needs to go to the next level. Your fellowship level needs to go to the next level. Your being a blessing needs to go to the next level. And Jesus Christ is able to reveal himself even in a situation like this. Not waiting. He's not going to wait until after uh, everything or they find a vaccine or they, there's everything goes back to normal. He would visit you. And he will reveal himself unto you. 
And right there, right there in your living room, you would have your own Damascus experience. Even as Paul of Tarsus had, Saul of Tarsus had his Damascus experience and he was transformed and he became Apostle Paul. This woman was transformed and I believe she became an evangelist. She now began to reach out unto people. She began to reach out on her. The Bible says she ran to the city and began to tell of her, 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 her salvation experience because that is the greatest testimony that anybody can receive even in this lockdown situation. That you were not born again before the lockdown, but during the lockdown, you became born again and your life was transformed. Only Jesus Christ can do that because he will visit you and be with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. This woman went back to the city excited. Her life transformed. She was not the same woman that left the city. She was not the same woman that had a lockdown situation. She was not the same woman that was discouraged. She was not the same woman that was depressed. She was not the same woman that was defeated. She was not the same woman that was doubted whether her life would change or not. She was a brand new woman. Why? Because all the men that she probably had relationship with, all the men that probably knew of her relationship, now saw that she was no longer the same. And the Lord Jesus Christ can do the same for you, irrespective of your background. And she could proudly say, despite her disappointment with men, she could proudly say, come and meet this man who has told me everything. Come and meet this man that has transformed her life. Come and meet this man that has changed. And it was not what she was saying, but they could see the glory of God upon her life. That's why men that had known her past are able to follow her irrespective of her past. The men that have known her, 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 her condition with men were able to follow her. They, if they had not seen a transformed woman, they most likely would have said, you again, another man, after five men and you're living with the sixth man, you again, just go and don't disturb us. But they saw a new woman. And that's what salvation does to you. You become a brand new person. All things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. And I believe that the Lord himself is no respecter of persons. And his miracles are repeatable. He loves you and he wants to do the same in your life. Uh, you might be born again, but you know that you are not where you ought to be. You are still searching. Then it's time for you to rededicate your life unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, all that heard her ran out. And they believed what they heard from the Lord Jesus Christ. They believed and they asked Jesus Christ to fellowship with them. And he fellowshiped with them. And they believed, more believed him for his word. And they now said to the woman, Woman, we believe not because we are persuaded. We believe because we are convicted. We believe not because of what you said, but we ourselves have heard Jesus and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. 
What transformed the life of this woman quickly and the life of this Samaritans? One, they heard the word of God. They heard from Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Two, what did these people see that this woman also saw? And I believe that you also will see. They saw Jesus. The word of God was revealed unto them. They saw Jesus. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 11 and 12. It, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah. It says, Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah says, I see the rod of an almond tree. And God said to Jeremiah, you have seen well. I would hasten to perform my word. Three. What did they do? They did not just see. They did not just see. They believed the word of God. They believed the word of God. As they had the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, they believed his word. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 45, Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of that which has been promised. They believed the word of God. They believed. And as they received the belief that they saw, they did not just do nothing. The Bible lets us know that they acted. They acted upon that word. And the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 22 that we should be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word, deceiving ourselves. There are many that hear but don't do anything. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, we must be doers of the word. And these people did the word. They acted upon the word. And lastly, what did they say? They did not just keep quiet. They confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior. They confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The Bible says, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confession, they confessed. The woman confessed, she testified as to this is what is happening. I am born again. The men and women of the city also came forward and said, this is what is happening. We are born again. We have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We have accepted him. And I want to encourage you, even at a time like this, you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There is no other better time than a time like this. Everything that men and women, men and women have depended upon, everything that people have depended on has collapsed, it has failed. It is only the Lord Jesus Christ that would not fail you. Through this situation, he will keep you. He will watch over you. He will keep you. He will preserve you. He will protect you. Divine life, divine health will be your portion. But how do you know that you are born again? You first of all want to know that you have accepted the gift of life. The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not 
perish but have everlasting life. How the gift has been given. Are you ready to accept the gift? You want to invite Jesus Christ to your, into your heart to become your personal Lord and Savior. People are giving gifts and some accept, some don't accept. And that's what is happening with the gift of life. Yes, it's a decision. No, it's a decision. No comment, it's a decision. I want to encourage you to accept Jesus Christ even at a time like this. How do you do that? Romans 10, 10 says, With the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 11 says, For whosoever believeth in him, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Your lockdown situation will be transformed. Shame will not be your portion. Depression will not be your portion. Embarrassment will not be your portion. You will not run out of the joy, or uh, run out of the wine of joy. You will not run out of the wine of peace. You will not run out of resources in the name of Jesus. Why? Because the Bible says in Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. I want you to join me as we pray. For those that are unsaved, today is the hour, the day of salvation. This is the hour of salvation. Please join me. It's not a time to be distracted. Please join me. And pray for those that are unsaved to be saved. I know some people are there out there. Uh, please, if you gave your life as a result of our, tele uh, of our virtual service, please for now just go and send us a message through uh, uh, info at jesushousetoronto.ca. Let's pray together. For those that you just kneel down in your living room, in your office, you're not kneeling down unto man. You're kneeling down unto the Lord. You can sit down if you want, but it is all unto the Lord. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you, Jesus, to come into my life to come into my heart. I want to trust you. I want to follow you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for welcoming me into God's own family. I know I will be empowered by the Holy Spirit and I know that I will make heaven. If you have prayed this simple prayer, you are born again. The Bible says, whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You are saved, but let others know. And that's why I want you to get in touch with us. Give us a call or send us an email. Uh, let us know about your salvation experience. Uh, this woman, let others know. And her life was transformed. And she let all the people in the city know. And their lives were transformed. And I believe that the people in the city would also let other people in other cities know. And their lives would also be transformed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, as your children are gathered, I pray, O oh God, that you will open their eyes to see. See that which you want them to see. 
I pray, oh God, that you open their ears to hear. Hear that which you want them to hear. I pray that you would open their hearts to believe. To believe your word and not the word of others. I pray, oh God, that you would prompt your people to do that which you want them to do. And they will confess with their lips that Jesus is Lord. Father, I pray, oh God, for every family out there. As your hand rests upon them, no other hand will rest upon them. I pray, oh God, for every member of Jesus House Toronto, every member of the body of Christ. I pray for every member of our land. I pray, oh God, that they will take a decision for your glory and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Likewise, I pray for every frontline worker and every essential worker, services worker. I pray, oh God, that it will be well with them. I pray they will not lose their reward. I pray that no evil shall befall them and no plague shall come near their dwelling. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.